Hello and welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. Yeah, that's that's just our followers. They like to support us. They support everything we do. But we're asking, settle down, settle down. We got a podcast to do here. Now, in this podcast, we talked about issues, issues that's facing you, issues facing your community, and things that may be impacting you. Now, we identify these topics by listening to you in the barbershop. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we're going to discuss it today on our podcast. We are here in Out the Way Studio, located here in Indianapolis, Indiana. And hello, my name is Jay Rye, and I'm with my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Rye. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk. I look forward to presenting topics that we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them in. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. Wow, that was impressive. There's your crowd. Uh, you may hear thank that, you, that you. yeah, you hear that cheer, but that is from his cousin, his uncle, his aunt. Hey, Boogie. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a pretty good intro, uh, Casey. I was impressed with that. Well, I wanted the audience to understand just what, what to expect. This is our first podcast, and uh, I want them to understand what they're going to get. All right. Well, that being said, let's just go ahead and jump into our topics. Hey, the first topic I want to talk about, and since we are here in Indianapolis and in the barbershop, it was big news about the game, the games with the Jets, 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 Jets. Uh, solid performance all the way around, particularly on the defense. Uh, there was some sloppy play on the offense, but uh, the defense looked like what we was hoping they would be. Uh, we also have to keep in mind, though, this was against the Jets. Uh, without three starting wide receivers and their starting running back. Well, now that may be true, but I do have to say that the defense looked very impressive. And so I'm anticipating that they will continue to be on this path. Uh, the things that they talked about and the people that they brought in is now is gelling, so I'd see good things. Now, I, I'm not particularly thrilled about our offense quite yet. I'm kind of surprised that they're not, they're not uh, playing our rookie running back from Wisconsin as much as I anticipated. Well... Actually, he did get a bigger workload in this game, and I think that workload is going to increase uh, as the season goes on. Uh, there's still a lot to learn. Remember, there was no preseason games. It, it's That's not true. a it's That's not a question true. of his running ability, but nope. but perhaps learning some of the blocking schemes and some of those things takes a little longer. Well, maybe that is because I, I don't have a lot of confidence in the other running backs, and especially Hines. He is the worst. Uh, that, why do we still have him on the team, Casey? Well, he's one of the team leaders in touchdowns this season. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, booty <laughs> dooty. Uh, yeah, that means something. Yeah, I, I, I'm not happy with that guy. That guy have not really produced at all. Now, on special teams, yeah, I, 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 I give him his prompts on special teams, but that's where he should stay. Well, I think he will be a producer this year. He's going to be utilized in the form that he should be, which is as a receiving back. Um, they try to run him too much last year, and he's just too small for that. But they want to utilize his speed, and I think they're going to make him basically a receiver out of the backfield where he's isolated with linebackers, and I think you will see a lot of good production, production from him this season. I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I think his position is right there at the end of the bench, right in front of the Gatorade. When somebody run off the field, he give him a great Gatorade and say, good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's where he should be. I, I, I'm just well, that I'm, impressed. I'm actually a close friend of his, and we we talk a lot, and uh, and I like his game. 
Uh, I hope I hope he's not listening to this podcast, but let's try to call him and see what he. Uh, that, that's about. a good idea. Let me see if I can call him to give him a piece of my mind. I, I, yeah, I'm not. First of all, I'm not scared of you. So, uh, <laughs> well, maybe a little bit, but still, let's call him. Hey, this is J-Rod. Hey, I think he's listening to the podcast. You can't insult the guy and then try to call him J-Rod. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I think you wanted to fight his running backs that ended up just going to say every ad. Please, please take our phone call. Man, that was rude. He just hung up on me like it was nothing. What's up with that? Well, you might have hurt his feelings a little bit. It's all right, Naheem. I, I believe in you. Well, I, I was just, he he got to be able to take a joke. Everybody else can take a joke. Listen to these people laugh at you. It's just a joke. Just a joke. Uh-oh. <laughs> See, that? Now that's a lie. See, if they can take a joke, he can take a joke. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. All right, all right, all right. Then just forget it. Hey, uh, let's talk about one of your favorite uh, close players, which is uh, Rivers, the quarterback. What do you think about him this week? Well, better play than, let's say, week one. Um, I'm still a little concerned. He misses a few throws. Uh, not very mobile back there. Casey, the man's not perfect. Of course, he's gonna miss a couple of throws. Well, the best receivers miss a drop the ball a couple of times. They don't make every catch. Michael Jordan didn't score 50 points every game. Yeah. Get a man a break. They pay this man to make the throws, right? Well, so, yes, that's so, that's so true. he has to make the throw. When he doesn't make the throw, he failed at his job. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Casey. At your job, they pay you to do the job, right? That's correct. And they only pay you for 15 minutes of break. But I see you making 15 minutes to 18-minute breaks, 25-minute breaks, 30-minute breaks. You're not perfect. That's true, but they know I'm real productive once I decide to work. <laughs> so, you know, it balances out. Hey, <laughs> give Rivers a break. Give Rivers a break. That first game, he was just trying to get in the groove. But this game, he looked pretty doggone good. Uh, so, Eh, we'll see. Right. He's going to get tested this week. Uh, the, the next game is against the Chicago Bears, a much stronger defense, and he's going to be tested a lot harder than he was than uh, than he was in this game against the Jets. Oh well, it may. And I, I think he's going to. I think he's going to be okay. I think that uh, uh, I'm not looking at him. For I hope time. so, but I'm not convinced. <laughs> well, that 25 million should convince you. That's $25 million still have been better spent. <laughs> He's hard on the man, hard on the man. Now, of course, at the end of the year, is that if we're going to pull out a couple of games because of his, his passes, one thing I, I do like about Rivers, uh, first of all, I, 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 I like the fact that he's experienced. I do like the fact that he do have a what I call a mid-range game, and, and on occasion he can throw the bomb up there. He can. Um I'm not happy about him coming in in the situation how he came in with the Indianapolis Colts with Jacoby. Because I thought that Jacoby is a, is a qualified quarterback. I think if they would have stuck with him, uh, we probably have the same record that we have today. Yeah, there was no uh, competition uh, available to him uh, to see who could perform better. Uh, Jacoby had a less than admirable team to deal with last year. Uh, we had multiple people out all across the the board, our receiving core was one of the worst in the league. 
And yet he still had the Colts in first place uh, through the first seven weeks uh, when he got injured. Now, wait a minute. Back up, back up. Everything you just said is correct. However, it certainly sounds like to me that you're using injury as an excuse. Everybody on that team is paid to do a job. And when we won the Super Bowl, when I said we, I'm talking about the Indianapolis Colts, their motto was next man up. Okay. Well, he got injured, and the injury he suffered said he's going to have to be out for four games. That next man up was so horrible in those next two games. They said, Jacoby, you got to get back here now after two games. <laughs> and so, <laughs> well, now that was true, but you were talking about his supporting cast. See, now, now, in my, you know, I'm, I'm not using these injury for excuses. It's not dark mm-hmm. on it. Is that I don't care if you play second team, third string. You got to get up and you got to do your job and you got to do it well. Now, if you, if you do your job well, you happen to lose. That's just the way the ball bounces. But however, I'm not using those injuries as an excuse. No. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, every man has to to be accountable for himself. So if you are second string or even third string, when you get an opportunity, is your ch- your chance to uh, to shine? Is your chance to show that you belong in the NFL? And you are supposed to take advantage of that. That is, I, I, I'm with you on that one. You know, it is your time to take advantage of the opportunity and do it well. So you have to be mentally prepared. Now, saying all that, Casey, I'm going to switch gears on you because there's another topic that was hot and heavy in the barbershop. Oh, my God. This is so hot and heavy. In fact, some people want to say it was a breaking news, but I don't know if I would go that far to say that. Uh, but it was about uh, Donald Trump's uh, taxes. What do you think about that? Yeah, a lot of revel- uh, revelations came out of that, didn't it? Yes, it did, because in fact, <laughs> that's the sound of the police department going through the White House and arrest his butt. <laughs> they should have done that about three years ago, but we'll take it right now. Jeez, I cannot believe that. $750. Two years. Yeah. $750. While in the White House. Yeah, you get over $400,000 just from the presidency. But here's something else that's interesting. That's $400,000 from the presidency. That's chump change. Donald Trump, since he's been president, has collected $73 million from foreign governments. And he's paid, in those two years, $1,500 of taxes. What? Yes. Wait a minute. Let me find my notes, because I I didn't see that anywhere in my notes. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me see. What? Could you repeat that, please? I didn't see it in my notes. Yes, Donald Trump has collected $73 million from foreign governments since he's been in the White House, uh, which is illegal because the president is not uh, supposed to accept money from foreign entities while in office. But uh, he has, and he's done this under the guise that uh, this is like down payment for hotels that I'm going to build in your country, you know, once I leave office. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, one of these countries is uh, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to build a resort and casino in Afghanistan? Who's coming there? Well, well they, they gone too. <laughs> Maybe they gone too. In the sand? <laughs> Ain't that what they call the bunker? <laughs> uh, that, the whole course will be a sand trap. <laughs> you know, you're, you're right. This is the biggest disappointment I have in our government. Um, Regardless of who's in office, I always respect the uh, the role, the title of president. So even though the person in the office that I don't like, I may not like you, but I support you. And it's one thing I've seen consistent. It didn't matter if you was a Republican or a Democrat. 
when you went to these foreign countries, uh, you held yourself to high honors and you, and you knew how to act. Uh, you know how to articulate yourself when you talk to uh, the citizen of the United States. And the president that we have today, in my opinion, is just an embarrassment to me to be an American. It's, embarrass it's embarrassment to me to have a leader that talks the way that he talks, to, uh, to put people down, talk about the physical challenge, uh, uh, talk about racism, um, put up uh, white supremacists. Um, I, I, I just don't like that. And, and holding information back that is causing deaths. Yeah, I mean, he runs the whole gambit of what you don't want in the president. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned about holding information back, uh, he lied to the American people multiple times about the harmful effects of COVID-19. He sure did. And uh, and he carried this lie out for months and months. And really, even to today, he still you know, says, you know, certain things aren't necessary, masks is that another, when he knew full well back in January that they were. Uh, uh, he he disrespect our allies, uh, breaking ties with our allies and uh, accords that we uh, had with America that, that we helped bring together. We were uh, the biggest instrument in bringing some of these accords together and he's ripping them apart. That's true, that's and, true. And everything he's doing is in the name of what can benefit Donald Trump personally? Well, you're absolutely right. Now, I, I tell you, when he said make America great again, I tell you who he made great again. That's Russia. Yes, Russia is now is the superpower. And so he made Russia big again. But let, let me tell you this, Casey. If, if Donald Trump, if he was my, my grade school teacher and act the way he acted, my mother would take him out of his class, would take me out of the class. She would draw me from that class. Yeah. You know, so I'm hoping that the United States, look, you 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 make a decision where you want to make a decision, uh, but this is a bad decision to let the country go in this direction, and you be responsible for that. And the way I'm saying you be responsible for that, you got to get out and vote. That's right. I'm not talking about the people that are voting. I'm talking about the people that are sitting down and not voting. If you do not vote, you're allowing this to happen. That's correct. And I know in this country, especially now more than ever, it's so partisan, Republican versus Democrat, this and other. But I just want to say this about Donald Trump. The kind of person that he is, if he was a black Democrat, I would hate him just as much. Okay, I, I hear you loud and clear there. I hear you. Yeah, because it really, it really doesn't matter. I'm, I'm looking at uh, uh, character, uh, integrity, uh, and passion for the people that you're supposed to lead. Those are the things that I'm looking for. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting kind of depressed talking about this topic, so I, I had to move on. I yes. had to move on. Now, uh, uh-oh, I'm looking down here about my notes, what we talked about in the barbershop. You know, every Saturday, I, I write down what we talk about so I can bring it to our podcast. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So they talked about, uh, it was another sporting event, which I know you are hot and heavy when it comes to sport, but they're talking about the Pacers making a trade. Yeah, there's rumors that um, Oladipo wants out after they fired Nate McMillan. And so the rumor is that uh, Miles Turner is going to go to the Celtics. What? Yeah. And for Gordon Hayward. And somehow in this deal, Oladipo will end up in Dallas. What? That's the rumor that's out there. Now, you know, we'll, we won't know for another month when they can actually start, you know, doing some of these deals. But. But, Wait a minute, do we have the, the Pacers have a coach yet? A new head? No, coach? they do not have a coach. Now they may have one in mind, but they don't have one signed. 
Yeah, because, wow, you know, well, that, that tells me they do have somebody in mind because I don't think that they would make these moves without having a coach uh, because those are the players that's playing for him. And it just, that's just, it's just odd to me. Yeah. And I, and I really think that it, um, I, I really thought the firing of Nate McMillan was premature. Uh, two weeks prior to firing him, they gave him a contract extension. Uh, the Pacers lost in the playoffs. It wasn't a great performance in the playoffs, but at the same time, uh, two of our best players were out of the playoffs. Well, one was out and the other Here you go again. was not. Making injuries and excuses. Making injuries. Okay. Injury. What are the 96 Bulls without Michael Jordan? They're 96 Bulls. Yeah, they're not champions. That's what they're, they're not champions. Okay. I, I don't know about that. I, I did kind of like Scotty. Scotty might be able to pick up. Okay. Scotty uh, played without Michael Jordan and, and with the Bulls, and did they win rings? Well, look, there's a lot of teams that didn't win with LeBron. But my fact is I'm not going to use excuse. Now, I will tell you, I was I was never a McMillan fan. I was not. In fact, the, the person who I wanted to get the job was Mark Jackson. I think Mark Jackson is a talented coach. I don't understand why he's not coaching today. Uh, I think that he is just with the Pacers need. I would, I would be happy with uh, a Mark Jackson hiring. I think that would be a great fit. I think he uh, has shown that he can develop a young team and lead them forward. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would love to stay on the Pacer, KC, but, you know, we run out of time. And I do got to hit this last topic because this was a big topic in the barbershop as well. Going to school in the middle of a pandemic. Ooh. Yeah, that's that. That's some serious stuff. You know, I tell you why I think it's very serious. I'm just going to jump out here because I, I'm okay sometimes with adults taking risks because I think that the adults have the intelligence and the smarts to make an educated decision if they want to take that risk or not. I am not a fan of taking risks with the children. I agree. Um, my kids are are grown now, but if they were still school age kids. I think I would have them e-learning. Yeah, uh, no question about that. I know I would. Now, I have seen some of you parents out there uh, in videos when the kid is um, on the computer. First of all, don't stand in the background where the other cat kids can see you and you still have your uh, dusty robe on. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you got holes all in your robe. You can't find your belt, so you, you're closing up your robe by using your arm. You know, come on. Get out of the way. Let the kid do his job. We can't have you adults in the background looking all crazy uh, with rollers in your hair and everything else. Yeah, and make sure your kids put their clothes on because the, the rest of the class can see them. So don't come down there in your pajamas, you know, like I'm going to school. Yeah. Let them get up and get ready like they're really going to school. Only is this going to be in the kitchen or the dining room or living room. I agree. And if and if your child have a blanket, please wash that blanket. <laughs> please. It got spots all over the place. You know, it looked like you had to get up a spill, got some type of spill off, a coffee spill, a wine. I, well, I don't guess the kids be around wine. I'm surprised you would bring it up. I mean, we didn't say nothing when you brought your blanket to school. Well, this was high school. But. Well, that was, a, well, that was a security blanket. And I got permission from the principal. <laughs> and my mother watched it every week. <laughs> but, but uh, Casey, I really feel that it, it is a mistake. It's a mistake to send kids to school, um, you know, and playing, using them as pawn in the chess game. I, I just don't agree with that. Uh, I don't think that a lot of our teachers 
um, is up in age and they're a high risk. I think that's an issue, especially yeah. those principals. My God, you remember the principal we used to have in grade school? It was always the oldest one of the whole school. Yeah. I, I remember uh, at one school I went to, the teacher used to teach my mother. And my mother said she was real old when she taught her. <laughs> so, so that's an old lady. <laughs> she's still kicking. <laughs> but you know what? She was a great teacher, though. So I understand why she kept teaching. All right. I, I understand it completely. All right. Well, my listeners, are we're happy to hit have you here on our first podcast. This we're going to take a break, and then we're going to end up uh, closing out. Uh, but we do want to take a break and recognize our sponsors. Our sponsors are... Uh, OTW is out the way. Uh, they have multiple organizations under the umbrellas, but the one that we like is the custom t-shirt or apparel business. If you have any interest of ordering uh, custom apparel, especially t-shirts, hoodies, uh, sweatpants, you name it, hats, uh, just go ahead and email King Cap and Cap is with a K. King, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. I guarantee you they will respond to you within 24 hours and address any issues or questions or orders that you have at that time. And then also our second sponsor is 421 Barbershop here in Indianapolis on Michigan Row, the place where good things happen to your hair. And as I indicated earlier, KC is a longtime customer and he can vouch for our service. Over 30 years. Over That's 30 a long years. time. Yes. And, and Gerard is a master barber. Absolutely right. Where's my 20? <laughs> that's right i am a master barber and i can say this the majority of the barbers barbers in um 421 barbershop is that we went to barbering school and high school at the same time so that those are dedicated uh skilled committed barbers so if you want to get your hair looking good uh, again come to the place where good things happen to your hair that is at 421 barbershop on michigan road indianapolis and I guess this is the time that we sign out. It's been a pleasure speaking to you, you all. I hope that you join our podcast and be a regular member. And KC, any final words? Yes, I was told enough how much I paid you over the years, and I think I bought at least two cars. <laughs> yeah, that Volkswagen and that beat-up station wagon. <laughs> they ran, though. They ran. And they did. No, I, I, let me be the first one to take you. KC, we appreciate you patronizing our barbershop. <laughs> hey, if you guys ever want to uh, be part of our podcast, do not hesitate to call in or stop by the barbershop and say hello. Uh, uh, we would like to meet you, and we hope you would like to meet us. With that being said, we're going to sign out. Until next time, it is barbershop.talkpodcast. This is J-Rod and KC signing out.